Hey everybody, Through Being Cool Podcast, episode 180. Night Riders, Boogum Boys, newly addressed, newly welcomed, wine people. Huh. Get in here and witness us. Wine Fuck, people. I didn't listen to the last episode, oh, I forgot. You're being a real cheese person. I forgot about it. What, what are we talking about? Uh, cheese people, people who are getting oldie, getting oldie and moldy. Wait, I didn't make show art, did I? Yeah, you sent us the dick in the caution thing, and then we just oh, used yeah. it. Did you like that? <laughs> it was great. We tried to find a way to make it work, and I think we did. Uh, Maybe. The running joke was, if you're a cheese person, just fondue yourself. Get melted. Get out of the way. Those are people who are getting old and moldy and more expensive to keep around, whereas <laughs> us and the listeners are turning into true wine guys. Hashtag wine and shine. Love it. Yeah. We are wine guys. Total wine guys get better with age. There might be, there might be what Patrick. There might be a little dust on the bottle. Don't let it fool you about what's inside. I might be. God, that song is little dust on the bottle. Sometimes a country music song hits, and you're just kind of like, if this was on like standard rock radio, this would be pretty banging. But because I'm gonna have to follow it up with after King Chickow, it's like <laughs> my baby, she's a Chippewa. Could Tim McGraw write that song now? No, he's formally apologized for it for being too. No, you know what? He formally apologized for it like a month after it was released. What a bitch! People were like, "Hey, own your art." Fucking hey, I Tim, hate McGraw. Tim McGraw. Now <laughs> they were like, "Stop being weird. You're making everybody uncomfortable." I'm and a First Nations like, person. Oops. I'm but sorry. As someone who's read three books in the last month and a half to deal with that dealt with a lot of the plight of the First Nations people, I will not speak on behalf of them because I find them, I find their story to be incredibly tragic. However, I will say if there was a group of people who have every right to continue to be racist as shit, it's them. Yeah. So there when me and emily were out west uh we were going to go visit one of the uh reservations and they had a sign up that were like uh no um no oh no non-residents allowed yeah because they were trying to contain and keep yeah. covid away I, get from it. It. I was like wow history truly repeats itself huh do they have any signs that said oh, did you, no did black you, no yeah. dogs no irish no that was did uh, you we did didn't you go feel, east <laughs> did you feel your rights were trampled upon me Mm-hmm. No, I just went like, you know, good call. I However, we would have preferred to have seen that sign at the exit instead of 20 minutes into the drive off the exit to visit the reservation. But then when we got there and saw that we had to work all the way out there just to be just to turn around and be told to go back, I was like, well played. Yeah, that's, that's, just, <laughs> yeah, that's like, I think well that's played. fair. Also, what's even funnier is the entire way to the reservations, they had like uh, every mile or so, they'd have like a stopping point where you could like go and look at their wares and their crafts and that kind of stuff. But uh, you couldn't go on the reservation. And none of those places had a sign up saying you won't be able to go to the reservation. So they let the white man travel all the way there just to be like. (laughs) 
get fucked. Turn it around, dick holes. Sit and spin. Yeah, fucking take your blankets and shove them up your fucking ass. I, uh, I'd never been, I like, cause we don't really have like, I don't know what you want to say. Like for I have first nations or, uh, um, indigenous people here because, uh, they killed everybody. But whenever we were out West, um, we stopped at a gas station that was in a spot that was in, mm-hmm. um, in, on a, on a reservation, which is fucking insane. And, uh, Oh my God, it was heartbreaking. Just like the the poverty that they live in. Yeah. It's uh real fucking sad. As rough. Uh, yeah, I'm reading a book called The uh, End of the Myth about how this United States. I mean, there's books about like how the how the states got their shapes. Um, but it's one of those is just kind of like yeah, it, the, those things that you have been taught are true, but also here's like the shit they don't tell you. And a lot of it is just kind of, a lot of it is just uh, a, a lot of the states that formed after the original set that we uh, allowed ourselves to have were pretty much places where they just tried to be independent countries to have slavery. <laughs> and then they were like, no, you can't do that. And they were like, well, fine, then we're going out west and doing it. And then they did. So I feel like it's just narrated by a guy smoking a cigarette in the in the like in the corner of a dark room. You want to know how the, the states got their shapes, dude? <laughs> no, I mean I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell but you it's more like this voice. It's shape. like it's like, oh, you think? I mean, the government. You think the government's looking out for you? You think the government? As you boys want to know about shapes, <laughs> you boys want to know about the trail of tears. Yeah, try reading this book and then also Cormac McCarthy's Blood Meridian, and they're happening at the same time. So you get like the PG version, or I would say the R version in the uh, end of the myth book I'm reading. And then in the Blood Meridian, you get the uh, fucking Grindhouse Robert Rodriguez version, which is just. It's the most brutal book I've ever read. I didn't think I'd ever read anything worse than The Road, another Cormac McCarthy book. And Blood Meridian is just, it's incredible, but it is not a good time. I've read that Blood Meridian got greenlit like three times to be made into a movie. And every time they've been like, they backed out and been like, we can't fucking do this. This is too rough. Yeah, there's there's parts of it where you're just like, Oh, that what's the big deal. Like you read, you hear, you keep hearing like, like the, the, the books gr- gruesome. And then like, you read about like the stuff and they talk about like a, a violent incident. And you're like, that wasn't that bad. And then like, it gets to another one and you're just like, Oh yeah, that's uh, yeah. That's, that's fucking horrible. You know what? I just lied to you guys. I said red. I mean, technically, cause I had closed captions on, but I saw it on YouTube. I mean, that counts. That wasn't a conscious thing. I read a lot of movies. I read so, one last night. I apologize for lying to you. Hey, man, look, I didn't take it personally. Tristan, I watched Evil Dead Rising last night. Yeah? You yeah. think? Why are those movies so icky? <laughs> what the fuck did you expect, Patrick? Oh, no, man, it's fucking icky, dude. Yeah, it's an Evil Dead movie. It wasn't as icky as the last one. The last one was like, 
yeah, unbearably that's, that's, icky. That's like what I exactly what I said. Yeah, it's, it's like just there. The there was some icky parts in this one, man. Oh, like the 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 last one was the one with the the vine scene. Well, that happened in the original one too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. It wasn't as graphic. Oh, dude, this one's icky. Here's what I've here's what I've realized after watching that movie. Unless you're making a period piece or like a fantasy movie, I don't need this. I don't need a movie more than ninety minutes. Stop it, because Evil Dead Rising is like ninety three minutes, including credits, and you get everything you need. It's great. It's I, I had a really really good time with it. I really enjoyed it. However, yeah. my God, it's so icky. This, this is the one that's icky. not about. It's set in like modern times or something. The yeah. new one, yeah. It's Brain got a lady. They're, they're all they're all set in the the period the era. they were made. So, but um, I'm just I'm just confused as to what you expected. I just didn't. I don't. That's what's so crazy. To me is like I don't think it's as icky as the uh, Evil Dead from like 2017 or whatever, Tristan. I don't think it's a 13. 2013. It's been a, it's been a minute. I hope I die in a fire. That's so long ago. Um, it wasn't as icky as that one, but that, no, that one had like not. that one was like over the top gross stuff happening that you were like, that would never happen. Um, but this one was just kind of like stuff that's plausible. That was so gross. <laughs> The, the the I'm not going to ruin anything. There's a tattoo machine part. I was going to say was just like, that. I was just like, oh. Although it could have been worse. Uh, like I expected that one to be. There, there were a couple of parts that I expected to be worse. And they, they restrained themselves on. So Emily and I were joking about, and I think we talked about it on the show, about part of the reason I have a hard time with horror movies is like when it's over, how was the person who survived ex- expected to explain the scenario of what unfolded? Without, That's a weird thought. Without I've never thought like, about that. Without looking like they're responsible for it. I mean, I've I've said this before that I think that that would be an interesting movie of a, a movie about. Wow, oh, that would like a court case where they're testifying. It was actually kind of cool. That's that's what that's kind of what happened in one of in the third Evil Dead game because they sentenced him to life and they threw him in an asylum, uh, threw Ash in an asylum. But um, is that not what I've Bubba never... Hotep is? Yeah, and that <laughs> Bubba Hotep. That's funny. <clears throat> but um, but yeah, I think that would be an interesting movie but uh but yeah i think they restrained themselves like even the cheese grater part i thought that, Dude, they... that was brutal but not as brutal as it could have been you're right i mean yeah that's the true that's true of nearly everything is it yeah they could always what about be brutal my music oh it does brutal with like six o's and the t-h-u-l the end of it no use with an umlaut. No, that's for Motley Crue. Every letter has an umlaut. 
That would be a funny band name. Okay. That would be. It's just a band name in every... There's a umlaut over a capital B. People are like, I don't know what this noise is. Did you check out that band I told you about? Pigs, 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 pigs. I didn't think it was real. It's real. <sighs> when I saw the name, I was like, God damn it. I bet this shit is awful. And I had to click it, and I was like, this band fucking rules. Okay, I'll check it out. I assumed it was real, but I don't really listen to music. You've got your through being cool bingo card out. Uh, that was Tristan <laughs> referencing how he doesn't listen to music. We should make that. Oh, and it also, if you have your bingo card here out, we here, uh, we here we go. Here's go uh, Nick and Patrick talking about how they do listen to metal. So uh, all day I do. How about that? It's annoying how much I still listen to heavy music to the people around me. Like I'll get in a car with somebody and they'll put in something that's not heavy. And I'm like, let me try this car from fucking Cliffy pussies. <laughs> but Evil Dead is icky. It, dude, it's so icky. Evil Dead is like a is like a slideshow of all the. It's like the Cannibal Corpse lyrics come to life. Yeah, yeah. it's it's Hammer Smash Face for ninety minutes. That's got to be YouTube. I'm glad you liked it. I did. I enjoyed it. Um, but I did. But when it was over, I did tell me and Emily were joking. I was just like, "What do you like? What does she do next? Like, how do you explain whatever the that? fuck she wants?" But how do you explain that? I don't think you explain anything. I know, but like we were just joking. Like the cops show up. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like Danny gets free, and the cops show up. I'm like, what happened? He goes, "All right, so I found this book," and they're like, "Can we have the book?" And he's like, "Yes." He goes, "Can we read it?" You really shouldn't. <laughs> it's like why not I can, like let me get to that <laughs> and so the cops are like in the they're in like the room you know the, the one light in the table and the kids sitting there and they're like so you're telling me you opened up this book and you played this record backwards and a demon came out and i don't want to give the plot away of the movie and like just explains the scenario then he, at the end of it he has to go yeah and they're like we're gonna open up this book he's like have you learned nothing from me I really wish you wouldn't. And then we were talking about movies that actually handle that. And I was like, Michael Myers, the Halloween movies handle that. Everyone just accepts that this is a, that this happened. Mm -hmm. uh, Jason kind of, to an extent, um, Frighteners. Have you guys ever seen that movie? Jason Voorhees got killed by, he got uh, murked by the FBI. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> have you never, have you guys ever seen the movie Frighteners from the nineties? Uh, uh is it with michael uh, j fox yeah it's so fun i never saw it but I'm it's it's a really cool premise familiar. a guy hires ghosts to go haunt a place and then he goes and performs his exorcisms to get the ghosts out of the house it's a really that's cool awesome idea. it's a very it's a very cool movie it's 90s as shit jake Busey plays the demon ghost it's very funny um and then ghostbusters of course i uh i've i've heard stories about consultants who called the epa on companies and then a week later would uh come in and offer his consulting services so i bet you he got the idea from frighteners do I, to, do, I to, what? do I have to edit this out of the show what are you confessing to something nick no it's just a story i heard allegedly allegedly just a weird story just this weird thing I heard. Winking so hard I'm breaking my neck. 
What do you guys think about hard blinkers? I think it's, I mean, isn't that just a nervous tick? <laughs> well, I, I don't want to pathologize it because I want to make fun of them. No one's asking. <laughs> okay. All right. I'll Fair. I'm being you, honest. Go shine on you crazy diamond. Go in king, I, as the internet says. I mean, yes, Tristan, I think you're right. But let's just say but it's not. Fuck them. <laughs> go to hell. Does it not make you guys super uncomfortable? I mean, I, it happens so rarely that I can't even put a basis on it in reality. So trying no. to have a conversation with somebody and you can hear them blinking. They're doing it so loud. Uh, Nick, are you, are you, are you uh, un, unintentionally admitting that you don't know what Tourette's looks like? No, I'm not talking about Tourette's. I'm talking about hard blinkers. I grew up with a kid who faked having Tourette's and it infuriated me. That's pretty shitty. Yeah, it's this fucking shitty kid. <laughs> How do you know that he was faking it? Because we knew him forever. And then like one summer, he just said he had it. Was he on TikTok? No, this is before that. He was on fucking my last nerve to that much. I'll, Ooh, I'll say his name. Alan. I don't give a fuck. Fuck him. Alan. Fuck you. It sounds, what like, was his it sounds like you got Tourette's. No, Alan. Alan. I mean, like that fucking groundhog. Um, <laughs> Alan. Alan, that's so funny, man. No, I was just because you you were just throwing out a bunch of expletives. Yeah, man, fuck that guy. Nah, I take that back. I don't. What What was his tick? He would do this. What's that? He would. I mean, I can't. He would like close one eye and like shake his head a little bit. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. It's not Bro, funny if I say it. Kristen, quit worrying about the listeners. Yeah, dude. They're Somebody's got stupid. to. Not me. They're so dumb. Idiots, all of them. Successful fucking idiots. I hear them blinking from here. Uh, well, <laughs> I hear I hear Tyson, I would say a single digit downloader from way back. And I'm talking like we had like no listeners. Tyson from Big Shiny Robot, that motherfucker was on uh, a cooking show this week. That's on awesome. Like, on like the Food Network. No shit. Wow. I haven't seen it, but I know that he's on it. Yep. Something about the best in the West, like cooking show. I think it was like a uh, some kind of chopped special. What was he, he was on, on for? I don't know, but I told him, hey, man, when this is over, you got to come on here and talk about it. And he said, I don't know what I can say, but I'll, but as soon as they're done, I should be able to. So or he hinted, he hinted that he'd do it. I'm just going to pester him until he does it. Tyson, a guy on the show who has listened to the show so long that he now has two children and a wife. God. These, these fucking listeners and their fucking just insistence on junking in women. Like, <laughs> stop it. You can't, you just can't not go what? there for like. That's how they're made. No, no, no. Like, you just puke you your waist. You can't lead. You can't end up. <laughs> you can't end up. Compliment. You just what? have to, you, you can't end on a compliment. You just have to insult. No, I think Tyson's a great guy. I just wish he just, <laughs> just think he makes some dumb fucking decisions, but I'd say that I made it. I'll say he makes some cum decisions. Are Him we and not going to address that? Him and Sam both, since we're just joking. At least Sam gave me the honest answer when I said, man, why do you keep making your dick barf in ladies? And you know what he said to me? Straight up. Dude, it feels so fucking good. I was like, yuck. 
Oh God. Cause it doesn't all stay in there. No, it's gotta come out. It does. If you're good at it. No. Oh, oh. Yeah, I, I mean, no. Yeah. I mean, it's not like it's I'm going like to wait till you're done being gross before I take a sip. Cause I don't want to. <laughs> uh, I'm putting it back. It's staying, it feel? staying over there till you say something nasty. <laughs> I'm just, I mean, you're just saying it just, it doesn't, it, it, it all comes out. Not all yeah. of it. All but one. Sometimes. All but one. Sometimes two. Oh, sometimes eight. If you're a fucking really hungry pussy. Hop in that egg, boy. Well, that, that's what I was going to say. I mean, it's not like it's thirsty. It, of course, it all comes back out. It's not, it's not, a gul, gul, gul. it's not, it's not having a sip. Dude, the idea, like a queef is a fun noise, but a gulping pussy, that's a disgusting. <laughs> that's so fucking. Name of the episode. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. What about a big gulp? We can call it Big Gulp. <laughs> big Gulp. Big Gulp. Text it to the this, this, uh, group channel so we don't fucking forget it. I'm on it. Yeah. Anyway, what were we talking about? Successful, you insulting, Successful fans? You were insulting our longtime listener. I wasn't insulting him. Tyson's um, a great dude. Tyson is a great dude. Tyson gave my first freelance writing job. Tyson's a great guy. Just a dude ejaculates some women. That's a fact, Jack. Take that to the bank. Cash it in for some truth dollars. <laughs> you say vomit, vomit their waste. Yeah, that's what they puke up their waste. That's <laughs> funny. It's fucking yucky. Make your fucking Icky. dick spit. Evil Dead Rising Zicky. They do a really cool thing with the title. Comes up over the tree line. That was fucking sweet. I like that a yeah, lot. It's very uh, in your face. Yeah. Then the rest of the movie is like, look at all this blood. A lot of puking in this one. Used uh, the most fake blood of any movie. Now the new they, one. They got the um, that that last scene. Oh yeah, that's a lot of it. Yeah. Wait, the last yeah. scene or the next to last scene? Uh, I mean the next to the last scene, pretty okay. much. Like the, the one that you grew thinking of. <sighs> oh, that's a lot of blood. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the the at the end the amalgamation thing. Mm-hmm. I that was that was kind of neat. Look like I read the I usually, I usually don't like those. Look like something at Bloodborne. I usually don't like. I mean, I, I usually think that those are fine, but look kind of weird. But I thought that that was that was done pretty well. I in my mind, I think that the movie ends where the they wanting to uh get away from the city after everything that they just went through go as far away from the city as they can and then go to the the woods and mm-hmm. then they end up where the movie yeah. picks up and so yeah. it's just a, a natural sequel yeah i really enjoyed it it's very i, I it was very key i got to i am i am curious how that ends you know, we were talking about like, uh, like how, how do you explain this to the police? So something on a kind of a similar note, did you guys ever see uh, uh, West Graven's Nude Nightmare? Nude Nightmare? Right. Isn't that what it's called? West Graven's Nude Nightmare? 
Yeah. Tristan. Oh, with Frederick K. Ruger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. I, that that was kind of a cool, uh, a cool approach. It's not, you know, not re- not the same thing, but but kind of similar. You know, taking it, taking like the 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 themes and stuff into like sort of a different a different part of it that nobody ever focuses on. I didn't watch the Freddy movies growing up because the idea, as someone with night terrors, scared the shit out of me. New Nightmare was the first Freddy movie I saw. Because Ooh. it was on USA, edited, and Do I wasn't allowed USA to watch those would show movies. Soft, softcore porn and like have the boobs out, but they'd be blurred. Gilbert Godfrey hosted like that after dark show, and they would show straight up softcore like, like grindhouse movies, and there'd be like boobs out, but they'd just blur out the nipples. That was on USA. Yeah, dude. Americans are weird. Yeah, USA used to be cool. I don't know what the big deal is with this. Little little pink strips. Uh, but slow down there, killer. Some of our listeners might start making their dicks puke. I can tell you why. I can't tell it's, it's because they're sacred. No. Because that's how God carries you to heaven, which is why men have nipples too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so you should cover them. As we discussed in our group chat this week. In the Bible. I don't, I don't know enough about that to say that that's wrong. It's in the oh. Bible. Sure. Good. I mean, they shouldn't you be showing it off to everybody because you're proud of your your heaven hooks? Oh well, God, if you're not up. good, shut they drag up. you to hell. Yeah, you have no hooks. <laughs> Retext that new name of the episode. That's <laughs> mark that on your bingo card. We changed the name of the episode midway through the episode. Um, I hate that. I hate that at hanging shit. I hate it so much. You hate having hooks. When people hang from shit, I fucking hate that stuff so fucking much. They used to do that stuff with the muse. Like they'd have a show and after the show, like, hey, we're doing a exhibition of body modification. If you guys want to hang out, we're like, nobody wants to see this. This is fucking yucky. And they'd have like hooks for people to like hang on and like, while <laughs> not nine inch nails, but might as well, but nine inch nails plays is fucking. That just makes me think. <sighs> I, I don't know about you guys, but like doing doing things now that I, you know, just regular things now that you would have done in your early 20s or whatever. You have to be careful, otherwise you're going to like cut your skin open because your skin gets more it gets easier to to rip open. I just imagine there's there's got to be an age where you have to stop doing that shit. Yeah, as a grown-up. When you're a grown-up, you stop doing that shit. It's so fucking weird. It's like, what are you for? Yeah. Get out of here. I. You don't need to be around. Some people are like... I'm gonna Go mow the lawn. Those kids, they needed to be given more chores growing up. That's... <laughs> I, I mean, I, I don't disagree with it, man. It's such a crazy, like you say it like that. And like, it's that thing we talk about where like, no one should be harassed, but everybody should get bullied a little bit. And the shit that stop Jesus, being weird. <laughs> I'm not going to say, I mean, cause that's what this is. They wouldn't have to, they wouldn't have to stick around and listen to it. They just get hoisted away. <laughs> I love the idea of Nick being like, 
he's like he walks in like sees some like girl hanging and then like some guy hanging and the music's just like eh, i want to fuck you like an animal and like somebody's sitting there like with a marionette with like chains and shit and nick's just sitting there going like fucking rake a yard you get down here <laughs> i guarantee you all of those people on hooks were raised by their grandmother <laughs> tell me i'm wrong Tell me I'm wrong. I can't. I don't know. I can't. That's man, we're that's some fucking realization right there, dude. Mm-hmm. You know how I know that? Because I know a guy who did that. And I know and for a fact he was raised by his fucking grandpa. And does he eat with his mouth open? <laughs> yes, he does. No, uh no. I don't I don't but also I don't think I ever saw him eat, but I do know for a fact he was raised by his grandmother he had a bunch of facial piercings very very nice guy uh went out of his way to help spencer and i one night um didn't have to super cool guy but like yeah yeah raised by his grandma and if you ever need your windows washed uh in your skyscraper (laughs) just hoist them up It does seem like the kind of thing of like like an irony of that is like someone who loves that kind of shit but then like is repulsed by fishing (laughs) <laughs> yeah. just like hey man well calling the kettle black there buddy is it a sex thing do you think does it make it's, i think everything it is at this point dude i think everything's a weird everything i think people have just become ungrateful or like unaccepting of how easy it is to come and they're like i gotta push it i gotta push it to the limit i sincerely wish i, I never learned what fetishes were I think speeding is at a certain point a sexual thing. Speeding? Yeah, you don't have to like do it in a car. Yeah, man, I fucking hate people who speed. Try the speed limit. Like crash. You think all speeding is is a sex thing. I mean, when Emily does it, I'm sorry, but no, I think that like that kind of like just like the rebellious like fuck you part of that is like I can feel it moving a little bit. I feel it moving. I, a little I bit. think I think you might be reaching there. Call in. Sometimes it's just fun to go fast. Listeners, call in. Speed and give you a boner? Call in. Let us know. 256. That, that, would, that would mean just riding roller coasters is there to give you boner. Absolutely. I had my balls cut off at the doctor, and I still like speeding. Yeah. Uh, I don't do it because I have a problem with cops, and I know that if a cop pulls me off, I'd be like, oh, this is all you had to do today? Like, I'll be an asshole. So I don't put myself in positions where I'd have to talk to police. Because I think I have a clinical problem with authority. No. No, there's no way. My boss has changed the way she sends company emails. Because she knows that if she words them a certain way, I'm going to be like, well, fuck that. Example, I don't get deadlines anymore. What? Yeah. How do you do anything? Tell me what needs to get done, and then we're done. You don't have to. You don't have to make a big deal about it. That's what a deadline is. Tell me. Tell me when it needs to be get done. Ah. What I'm saying is, like, she stops sending me emails about it. She just tells me because she knows. I fucking hate open ended projects. She knows it. No, no, they're not open ended. She goes, "Hey, this needs to be done next week," and I'm like, "All right, cool. I'll get it to you next week." Because she knows if she says she's learned that if she says like she it has to be done or it needs to be done, I'm just gonna be like fucking fuck off. Well, I guess we have two different kinds of autism. Yeah, 
I got the cool kind. If someone doesn't give me a deadline, if they don't, if, if I, if they don't give me a timeline for a project, I'm not yeah. going to do it because I'm going to assume it's not important or you would have told me. I think she's starting to catch on how quickly it is for me to do stuff because of the way I've created the series of spreadsheets that pretty much does my job. And like, all I have to do is like hack and slash it. And then it's done. I think <laughs> she realizes that everything that needs to get done, I can do it in about half an hour, but I make people wait a day so that I can necessitate my that so i can show that i'm needed in some capacity i'm not worried about chat gtp i'm worried about patty d because <laughs> if they get a hold of these spreadsheets they're gonna be like well we don't need him <laughs> he's already set this up for us well i mean then they would have to make it so hmm? they'd have to make the spreadsheets oh it's password protected and it's saved locally on my hard drive they can't get access to it that's what i'm saying so i mean if they're not gonna put in the work to do it then you're fine I have to put in a password to access a Word document. That's how much I, or to an Excel spreadsheet. And I've got the sheets with Patty D. (laughs) I've got, oh, that'd be funny. I've got a dummy one posted on the hard drive. So people, no. Yeah. So people can go look at it and be like, oh, I think this is what it is. And I'm like, (laughs) no, it's not. The The formula's off and your percentages won't be right. God, that's, that is so conniving. Because we have to, they, I they love make, it. They make it so like we have to. I mean, our security protocols require us to. There's a daily update for a certain file for a certain partition of our hard drive, and I found out what it was. So I just save everything on the other one, so that if they go looking for stuff like, "Hey, this isn't done," I was like, "Yeah, it's not complete. I'm still working on it." So does oh that mean God, that you awesome. periodically update the decoy? No. When something's finished, I'll just drag it and replace the decoy with it. So I only post exactly what they need when they need it. I never so you, give so them. So you more. do update the decoy then? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I mean, otherwise it would be months out of date. And yeah, well, I mean, essentially, um, what the decoy is, whatever's up there is out of date. It's just an what? old copy, right? But you it's never give the- more than they ask for. No. How do you create hobby you stress? Hmm? Why would you How do, do you that? create? Because for hobby stress. What do you mean? Recreational stress. Oh, no, no, no. I have that. No, for that, I blink real hard. Yeah, for that, I just, <laughs> yeah, for that, I just I'm awake. <laughs> oh, yeah. We were talking about the kid faking his stress. Let's get back to that real quick. Yeah. yeah. We were hanging out one day, yeah, and he was, he was twitching. And he was twitching. And my friend Ryan went, hey, man, what are you doing? And he goes, I have Tourette's. And everybody went, no, you don't. It's Monday. You didn't have this Friday. Stop it. And then he went to school and he forged a letter from his parents saying that he had Tourette's. And he just like started behaving like he had Tourette's. Did he ever stop? No. What if he He didn't do it around us, Tristan, is what we're saying. He didn't do it around us. He only did it at school and on the bus. Well, but there are saying stress triggers Tourette's. I'm going to fist fight both of you guys. You weren't there. Shut up. <laughs> you weren't there. That is such a middle school. You weren't there. You don't know. You weren't there. You don't know. And then he started talking about how depressed he was. We didn't believe him. And he jumped off his house. Not to invalidate your lived experience. Fuck how that. dare you. Fuck your lived experience. Yeah, he said he was depressed for like whatever. And then he like went home and jumped off his house. Really? Yeah. 
because like as a as a goof. I don't know. I think he's really did you make that kid jump off his roof? I didn't say no. Uh, no, you're not. No, you won't. Go jump Ryan did, roof. but I was there. Yeah, Tristan, was he okay? Was my, what was he okay? No, he hit his head, gave himself Tourette's. Hey, we got there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was fine. It was a fucking two story house. Oh, I mean, you jump off a two story house. I have. Well, when my most when people die from heights there. over like seven feet. Well, if you land or around head, seven feet, if you jump on your fucking head, he jumped to his feet. He just hurt his ankles. Oh, well, I mean, I'm sure. It's, it's definitely not as bad when you're a kid. I'm sure you have less. Oh no, this was some guy in the neighborhood. He was like 60 years old. Oh, no, I'm just joking. He's like 14. <laughs> you have less mass. Nah, he's fucking. He should have been hooked in. Oh, gross. And then I remember he had a cookout on the 4th of July and like his parents insisted we went because we didn't really like the guy hanging out. He's weird. I mean, who fakes having trash? That's a weird kid. Um, as a group of weird kids, we were like, that kid's, that kid leaves a street over. That's the weird street. Um, his parents like insisted, like they came he's weird to, because of his, because of his disability, his fake of, disability. That's, that's, that's very rude and ableist. You weren't there. I'm, Can I'm I point something out? I'm tired of the ableist conversation. I can't control being ableist, just like you can't control being handicapped. Stop fucking giving it a term. That's, we all have our we all have our things. Fucking that, shut that up. That is shut not up. true at all. Fucking what? shut up. Yes, what? it's shut up. We all have our we all you have can't our shortcomings. Shut up. I can't control that I'm that I didn't get born broken. We've all got our plates. Fucking shut up. Ableist That's ableist. Being able to walk on my two legs is ableist. No, I'm being humble about it. I'm not That's skipping not in front of you. I'm just fucking means. living my life. That's not what being ableist means. God Watch damn. me. Well, I'm tired of being... Oh, I'm going to go yell at my desk for being a tableist. Quit having four legs and being so, so sturdy. Can I point We're made that out. way. Somebody who fakes having Tourette's probably has a different problem with a diagnosis. That's fine. <laughs> Have that one. Embrace that one. Am I right? You think a happy, healthy person does that? I don't know. Just as a goof. I'm not as a long-running bit. I think he just wanted attention because his house life was weird. I wouldn't know because we stopped talking to him. <sighs> we, did stop talking to him. we did stop talking to him, Tristan, and I'm going to tell you why. We were all skateboarding in front of the house, Drew and me, uh, in, our, in our normal... Uh, group of friends, Chase. I know he listens. Holla at your boy. Shout out to Chase. He also junked into a lady, but just were, hanging out, blinking regular. Um, yeah, we're just hanging out, skateboarding, doing God knows what. And his parents drove up and were like, Hey, do you guys want to go to a barbecue? And Drew said something along the lines of, I'm not supposed to take barbecue from strangers, which was very funny. <laughs> um, and then they were like, No, we're having a, uh, we're Alan's parents. They didn't tell us they were Alan's <clears throat> parents. They were just, they were just adults who drove up and said, do you guys want to come to a barbecue? And so I don't know. I mean, I don't know how else you're supposed to meet people as an adult. Look, and they don't train you for that in school. They say, don't take candy. Don't get in there. Don't take ice cream. They never say anything about don't take barbecue. I don't need to meet people. Uh, I'm all set. But they want to meet people. M-E-A-T. Well played. Uh, so they're like, well, no, we're Alan's parents and he's, he's, he's getting ready. We're having a cookout. Do you want to come over and, and spend time with Alan? We'd, we'd really appreciate if you guys hung out with him a little bit today. So we're like, yeah, sure. Whatever. Free food, free, whatever. 
we get over there and it was the 4th of July. So they had like a buttload of fireworks. We were just like, cool. We're just going to stay here and play the fireworks. <clears throat> and if Alan wants to come hang out with us, he can. Alan! So we're out in the yard for like an hour, just like throwing bottle rockets at each other in the daylight in a neighborhood. Uh, they're cooking food. And uh, at a certain point, Ryan is like, no one had really noticed that this kid wasn't out with us, that it was just us playing in his yard with all their fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> And then his mom was like, well, he's upstairs. Just go see if you can, if, if he'll come down. And we were like, right, did he, did they have whatever. another family there? Or is it, nope. is it just you all? Just us and his parents. And his parents were like on the deck. His mom was just watching us. The dad was cooking food. And me and Drew were just throwing like poppers and taking poppers, mm-hmm. kissing and shooting bottle rockets <laughs> and like roaming candles, just like in their yard. We didn't give a shit where this kid was. I didn't. Ryan was friends with them. I wasn't really friends with them. Um, he was upstairs just blinking his ass off. We go upstairs. And we knock on his door. And he opens it up and he says, look what I found. And he has a bunch of Polaroids laid out on his bed. And they're all naked Polaroids of his mom and dad. Were they hot? No. Were they milfs? No, they weren't. They, were just, they weren't hot. No, they were just naked. And then we, and then, and then Ryan was like, "I think you should put those back where you found them." And then, and then I remember Drew being like, "Drew is just," he's like, "This is weird." Like he's like, "I don't want to be here anymore." So then we go downstairs and like we're just dying laughing because like there are his now clothed parents who we just saw nude in photographs upstairs. And then after that, Tristan is when people started showing up to the party. <laughs> and, um, that's when we, and that's when we kind of slipped away because it would have been super obvious if we had left right away. And then we were afraid that if we left right away, then his parents would be like, why did they leave? And then he would tell them, I showed them your naked Polaroids. <laughs> so we waited until like other people and other kids showed up. And like there was a little bit of a, a uh, just more people there for us to kind of remove ourselves from it. Was Alan's mom like, did Alan tell you that I have two nipples and a butthole? <laughs> he runs everybody off. <laughs> did he show you pictures of his dad's dick again? <laughs> Look what I found. Oh, like yeah. the, there were pictures. Look what I found. Of his, <laughs> just, too. What? There were pictures of his hog too. Yes. Naked mom and dad. There were Polaroids. But it's just it, like, it's weird. So they, they were just like, were they together? Did somebody else take them? Were they, they just standing like this? <laughs> were they just a picture of her and then a picture of him? There were a couple like POV shots, obviously, where like he, his mom or his dad had taken them of the other person. Every picture's and a POV shot. There you go. That's, 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 you know what? That's true. Let him have it, Tristan. Don't take Night Riders and Boogum Boys. We're done. Um, Wine and shine, everybody. Uh. Yeah, there were just there, there were lots of dude, they were just like probably like 15, 20 photos. But but none of them they there weren't intercourse. They no, no, yeah, there were some POV shots, but we didn't everything is intercourse, Tristan. That, that's, yeah, dude. Let them have this. You Tristan. didn't you didn't say that though. You said POV. I said POV shots. That doesn't mean that there's sex happening. There it's just like Nick said, it's from their perspective. Yeah, the, the per- person sperm sperm perspective. So there, there was actual penetration in the pictures. There were pictures of his mom holding his dad's dick. I didn't see any penetration shots. Okay, so yeah. so no. Well, wow, still sodomy. 
that was a roller coaster there because then it, it, it sounded so like people get on roller coasters for boners as we just and then it sounded right. like there was and but it yeah. turns out there wasn't so what a wild ride i took you on i'm just the, the reason i was asking was because i don't it was just it seems weird to me to just have a naked photo shoot day i guess Whatever, normally you take these tops off and check some stuff off my bucket list i, I don't know i guess it let's was, hang from hooks and fuck yeah my grandma raised me a couple summers. I can give him some weird shit. <laughs> you talking? I about got like, deported to grandma's house a couple times. Making new hooks or talking about having hooks? <laughs> the last thing I want touched during sex is my fucking nipples. Stay away. Heaven hooks is the picture you're going to get. Can't wait for that. I got to mull it over. <laughs> yeah, man. If I'm having sex, I don't want you touching my nipples. Because they're too sensitive and makes you come too much? No, because there was one time my friend gave me such a hard nipple twister that my nipple swelled up and I thought I had breast cancer. Hooking up while you're hooking up. That's that's a weird thing to be afraid of. Why? Not when because, you already had cancer, Tristan. No, it's not. Because that's, the, because that's not how you get breast cancer. Okay, how do you get breast cancer, Tristan? Not by getting an iPad too. I didn't put the two and two together, uh, Tristan. It wasn't until my mom said, why is your nipple? Have you hit it on anything? That's what she asked me. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, no, but uh, Michael did. Oh, okay. And then it just, and it just clicked. Did she think she, you were she, like your, playing your, baseball? Your mommy asked you why your nipples were so puffy? No, I asked her. I was like, hey. Oh, you asked talk. her. Yeah, because I just had my, I had cancer when I was, I had skin cancer. And she's like, boy, why you got a left puffer? Yeah, that's what my mom, she did You've that. You've been so letting strange boys like touch your nipples? <laughs> no, man, I'm revealing a lot about fucking age 14 through 17 today. Uh, I, had can- I had skin cancer when I was 16. I got it removed. And I was worried that it had spread to the rest of my body. And then... I had like felt my nipple one day and I felt a lump and I got worried that I had. And then I asked my mom, Hey, can guys get breast cancer? Mom went like, yeah, sure. Everybody. I mean, yeah. And I was like, how do you know if you have it? She goes, there's usually like a lump. And I was like, I have a lump underneath my nipple. And she went, well, did you hit it on anything? (laughs) And I said, no, but Michael. And then I clicked. That's what's kind of scary. I remember, I remember that sometimes as a kid, we were talking about lumps, and it's like living in fear of Michael showing up and twist your nipple so hard. You think you have cancer? Well, just no. I mean, every day you got. If you feel hard enough on a, on different areas, you got lumps everywhere in your body. Say that again. That like if you if you no, press no, no, say hard, real slow. If you press hard enough on your body, yeah. You've got lumps everywhere. Oh, man, you're about to make me fucking junk. <laughs> Dude, I'm about to fucking dunk mayo in these fucking shorts if you don't stop. You all right, Nick? I'm about to spill white pee-pee, Tristan. Mm. Mm. No, I, I I'm about to make a uh, pattern up me pie in these fucking shorts. Oh. 
No, that's uh, I, I. But you do, you do. If you feel around and you, you know, you you've got lumps, you've got little, you got little lumps everywhere, and so yeah, I you're mean, so, so stupid. <laughs> you just haven't pressed hard enough. Yeah, we're so fucking dumb. Oh God, I I don't know what it is about body humor, <laughs> but not like. Not necessarily gross humor, but just shit of weird shit with bodies fucking just kills me. Because everybody thinks they fucking know, and you don't know. Because literally everybody's body is fucking different. So I hate, what I'm saying is I hate doctors. And I hate Alan. <laughs> I don't hate Alan. I, got, I haven't thought about that guy in forever until you guys talked about Tourette's. And I was like, I remember I had a kid. I knew a kid who faked having Tourette's. Allegedly. I'm not go fucking fuck off, Tristan. He was faking it. All right. I've got a buddy that has it. Or do Every, you... everybody's body is different? Except yeah. Alan, he had a very normal body. <laughs> he didn't. Alan's Alan had a very strange body. His brain thought it was okay to exhibit a series of nude photos of his parents. Who does that? Here's my problem. Who does that instead of playing with fireworks? Alan had a great body and a bad brain. Yeah, man. I don't care how 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 hot your mom and dad are. You're gonna look at them instead of playing with fire. What <laughs> an idiot! What a stupid kid! What a stupid dumb, idiot! What a dumb motherfucker! <laughs> dumb son of a bitch! <laughs> now that I'm looking back, I should have been like, "Yo, man, you know there's like stuff we can explode downstairs, and you're up here fucking looking at your own mom's tits. You're fucking gross, Alan." Oh. <laughs> So he probably went back to those photos later, right? There's no, dude, there's no telling. I told you, man, I think he just did shit for attention because his house was weird. He lived in a weird house. <laughs> he, and after he meeting his parents, I think it might be his fault. <laughs> he, he broke out those photos just for attention. Yeah, man, I think Alan might just have decided he was going to be weird because his parents were fairly normal. Maybe that was one of his tics. His parents were just like, will Maybe. you please hang out with our kids so we'll stop being so fucking weird? What? Oh my God! What if? What if it's not that? Though? What if it's? What if he's the one who took the photos? Oh my God! Like that Ari he was, Aster he movie. He was admiring his work. No, because he said, "Look what I found, not what I made." That's why I don't think that's true. Look what I found because Mom went and got them developed. Look, They're I found these pictures I took. What if, Patrick? What about I don't really know if that happened. Mm. Broleroids. Ugh, gross. Yeah, that's when you you're just when your boys get naked and take pictures of your own dicks. Broleroids. Oh, heaven hooks. We are stupid. Yeah, I don't trust well. doctors, and I think teachers are scumbags. Hey man, I'm living my you best see, life. My life. You think rules. teachers are scumbags? Yeah, man, you believe I'm supposed, <laughs> to, believe you, you think I'm supposed to believe you care for $36,000 a year? Fuck off. You got nothing I'm better to you. do than you got nothing better to do to talk to these kids. I think teachers are fucking losers. You mean you you mean you talk to kids every day? You talk to fucking for $36,000 a year? Kill yourself. I'm sorry. They don't yourself. make $36,000. That's true. They make more than that. Surely to God. I bet they uh, don't because I know for a fact they don't. I know they don't. No, it can't be that. 
uh, at least in the Montgomery County school system. I know two teachers who were there for, for 20 years and capped out at 41. I guarantee Kentucky does not have it that high in, uh, depending on legal location. I guarantee. I mean, it's been a number of years now, but like one of the, one of the state jobs that I had was like 22,000. For the job, for the job that I had. (laughs) So in Bowling Green, it says the range is between forty-two and sixty-two. I stand corrected. Okay, well, I mean, let's base that on thirty-six in two thousand three. That's probably well. That's Bowling Green. I mean, Bowling Green's probably higher cost of living, slightly. Slightly, yeah. Do you guys think it's weird that when you spill detergent on a T-shirt, it stains it? But if you put the T-shirt in the washing machine with the detergent, it doesn't stain it. But it's not really stained, then, is it? If you wash it and it comes out, these are the mysteries that I'll never unravel. So if average you, is fifty-five, but range is forty-four to sixty-four. So if you start, even still, for forty-four thousand dollars a year, I'm supposed to think you fucking really give. Oh uh, yeah, I mean, no, no, that's close enough to what you said. I mean, I'm I'm saying I stand corrected. Sit. If you, if you if you wash it and it comes out that it's not stained, I'm gonna go back to that. If you have detergent on you and you can tell that there's a spot on you and you no no that's what I'm saying is like I spilled this spot on this shirt is a detergent spot, and I put it in the and I just wore it because I was like whatever, and then I ran it through the washing machine and the spot stayed there. So I just, my, my brain can't wrap itself around that. I mean, uh, oh, so it is, so it is actually staying then. Yeah. Okay. I guess you just had concentrated cleaner on your shirt. And also this shirt, dude, I can see through when I hold it up over my face. I've had this shirt since before I moved in with you guys. I don't know how you keep clothes that long. My, my gross body eats my clothes. I have a few shirts that I've had for like a decade. This one, I've got that Captain America gray shirt that I've had for at least a decade. These are just like, and the crazy thing is like, these are like $6 Hanes, like shirts you get off the rack because you don't want to do laundry. These are what I call tour shirts. But when I would go on tour, I just go buy uh, uh, seven t-shirts that I knew that I'd probably throw away at the end because I knew that I didn't care if they got gross. And that's what I would put in my backpack. That's what I take. I mean, I, I have to throw away a shirt now, like, because yesterday, and I've only had it, I don't know, maybe four years, maybe, but it's like it got a big hole between the armpit and the back. And it's just my. It's your yuck shirt. What? It's the yuck shirt. Because I wear it, you no, call it's a shirt because you wear it to take the trash. It's like a shirt you wear to like take the trash out or like a daily. No, shirt. I got all kinds of yuck shirts. I mean, it's just it's just a shirt. That, I mean, it's it's a shirt that I liked. It's it was I'll show them to you. I don't care. I'm not scared. <laughs> it was an Evil Dead shirt. I preferred to wear it out, but I can't wear it out because it has a huge hole in it. So I got to throw because you wore it out. You said that you've had that shirt for like eleven years. Give or take. And I can't wear clothes for like more than a, a couple of years because my body eats it. <laughs> this goes back to what I was saying. Everybody's body's different. 
Some people have a bunch of mouths. Some people call me Space Cowboy. And everybody's body is their body but mine. Body, that, that song sucks. Dude, <laughs> I love it. The song fucking sucks. My I'm Asian tired. neighbor would sing it all the fucking time. I'm tired of hearing it. I'm oh, even tired, fucking I'm tired of hearing it. it in passing. Love it. Some people call me Maurice. Oh, woo, woo. Such a dumb song. Real stupid song. Woo, woo. <laughs> fucking loved it. You play that. Uh, hey there, Delilah. That song. And then that live song like, Who placenta falls to the floor. I can feel it coming back. Placenta falls to the floor? <laughs> yeah, those are lyrics in that song. He's like, who placenta falls to the floor? It's about giving birth, and I think either the mother or the baby or both of them die. Were you song. just... But what was the second thing you said? I could feel it coming in the... I could feel it coming back again. Something, something, something. Oh, I thought you were talking about that Phil Collins song. I was like, I do not remember that. I can feel it. Yeah, yeah. Is it fucking, yeah. Lightning crashes all over the dice. Hopeless center falls to the floor. I hate it when that happens. Dude, story of my life. Sometimes I think I sexually harassed um, Melissa Carey yesterday. Sometimes, sometimes bitches just be dropping their placenta. Well, did you hear what I just said? Do you? <laughs> yeah, I just I had to get that out because yeah. I thought it was funny. <laughs> she posted a picture of uh, her cat scratched her on her face, and then I sent her a picture of the time Sarah Connor scratched me on my face, and she like told that you know the cat jumped on the clock got spooked jumped on her face jumped off and scratched her and i said if i had a dime for every pussy i scared into jumping on my face and then she just kind of like smiled like a little heart emoji but in my head i'm like i think i just sexually harassed melissa well what does sexual harassment have to be unwanted unwarranted mm-hmm. Ooh, tristan over here thinking sarah uh, melissa was asking for it maybe maybe she was okay with it I hope so because I really, I really like and care, care for and think highly of Melissa. So I hope she doesn't think I sexually harassed her. Well, then also like it seems shitty to be like, "Come on, Melissa, you know me." <laughs> like that seems like a shit. Yeah, you know me. It's like a, it seems on like my face. Yeah, that seems know? like a shitty excuse. <laughs> be like, you know, like I just say stuff. You know about like pussies. Hey, like, Melissa, you're cool. <laughs> I don't like your pussy particular. I like all pussy. Yeah, you know, I'm not like singling out like your pussy should jump on my face. But like if I spooked it, you think it would? Just kidding. I love it. <laughs> like, like I just, I felt like as soon as I sent it, I was like, I don't think that's appropriate. I mean, so Melissa, was, if you're listening, I, I didn't mean to sexually harass you. And I apologize if it was taken in any other way, but the spirit. And I, I don't think that you were sexually know. harassing her until you made it a big deal about sexually harassing her. And then it kind of, then it became a thing. Now it's a thing. See, now I can't win. No. This, this is why people should stop apologizing for stuff. Just to own it. Because <laughs> you end up writing yourself. Uh, some people would say that apologizing is owning it. Some people call me Maurice. I will end this call right now. Ooh, woo, woo, woo. <laughs> Such a shit song. Justin, are you a joker? Are you a midnight toker? 
Have you ever played your music in the sun? Are you trying to get me in the call? Is that Don't in the call. Grow up. How about you grow up and stop harassing our friends? You know what? That hurts because I didn't intend to. <laughs> See, this I, just, is what, I just love pussy. I can't help I, it. I love spooking it. What was that fart noise? All I want is pussy. Give me some religion. Do you know that song? Go on. Yeah. Cody Chestnut? Who the fuck is that? Cody, Cody just, Chestnut. He wrote the seed. Oh, jo- Drew Joey, used to listen to him all the time. Joey, Joey Pinecone. Yeah, I push my seed in a bush tonight. Joey Pinecone. <laughs> it's just it's fucking Vegas poker name. <laughs> Joey Pinecone. Ooh, sweeping the table with two aces high. Joey Pinecone. <laughs> <laughs> Taking home the big pot this weekend out in Reno, Joey Pico. <laughs> I know either, you guys know what I'm talking about. It's either that or like the worst but most confident late night radio DJ. <laughs> Coming at you live with the hits from 1993 to 19 to 1994. Joey Pico. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a dumb but like perfect name. Perfectly fake name. I used to think the best fake name was Ricky Toyota, but I think, <laughs> I think Joey Pinecone's a thousand times better. <laughs> I'm gonna change just for the joke. I'm changing all of my emergency contact information to Joey Pinecone, <laughs> but I'm putting your number, Tristan. That's fair. That's how you'll know I'm truly in danger. Is <laughs> Joey Pinecone? <laughs> I gotta take this. Oh God! You guys have heard the Roots song, "The Seed 2.0." It's the only hit they ever had. We had a whole moment. I do. I do remember that. You're just upset that we did not. I know. I'm all of this thread. I'm really hooked on this. Ugh, heaven hooks. I guess. I know you guys have heard this song. I've heard that Roots song. Yeah. Well, Mm -hmm. Cody Chestnut wrote the chorus. Okay. It was a sample from his song, The Seed. That's why it's called The Seed 2.0. And he also wrote the song, All I Want Is Pussy. The only song I remember Drew singing was the Rebel Rider, Come Inside Her, Make Her Pregnant, Eat the Baby. (laughs) My God, I forgot about that. Do you remember that? Yes. He was making fun of some band that played in night class who they were like, all right, this is our last song. And people were like, yeah. And he goes, you know what it is. And they started going rebel rider. And then drew for no reason at all. Just goes, come inside her, make her pregnant, eat the baby. (laughs) God, he was a funny guy. I still is a funny guy. I talked to him. Famous writer now. Prolific writer. His output. Yeah. Yeah. His output is upsetting. (laughs) It's so much stuff. Uh, I've got. I got. I bought the fetishist. I've got it right over there. It's on my to be. It's on my to read. When I I need something after reading. Fucking good. Horrible. horrible And I learned what a pony girl is, and wish I hadn't. Yep. Uh, So this is this is Drew. Drew's a writer. Oh, you'd like it, Tristan. Not Drew. Not 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 uh, old time Drew. This is uh, Bowling Green Drew, and not part time Drew. You'd like it. It's like uh, at least the fetishist is like uh, like horror kind of. I mean, I, I, 
I don't know if I'd call it horror, but like, yeah, it's what it, it's what it's, it's what it's, it's about. fucking grim. Yeah, what's what's a pony girl? Oh, no, we'll talk about it. Yeah, Tristan, look well, at I mean, I don't, I don't. Let's just say it's worse than hooks. If you had a pony girl, you'd order one using a name like Joe Pinecode. <laughs> is is that like the same thing as a donkey show? No. Mm-mm. So it's not just somebody who has sex with a horse. Sorta. Of. Yeah. But not a. It's a human horse. Yeah. It was it. What I admired about what I have read of the fetishists is that I'm like, oh, that's what's in your brain, man. I never knew that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, it, like you're you're uh, you're not one of my friends who I thought would put that out. Uh, I have other friends who if they wrote that, I'd be like, oh, that makes sense. But to I mean, me, I think that's like a testament to his work. Is that I'm just like be oh, fiction, right? I fucking hope so. <laughs> I hope, this I hope he fun. did. I hope all his research he did was online. I hope this I, on a public computer that can't get traced to him. I just, yeah. So I, I can tell you the, cause this is like in the blurb about the book, um, mm-hmm. just Tristan, cause I think you'd be interested. So this, uh, this rich guy goes to this um, auction where rich people bid on like sexual fetish experiences and he bids on a a pony girl which is so i'll explain it to you some people are uh get their dick gets hard whenever they touch certain fabrics um because i was just leather and latex being one of those so a pony girl is someone who wears that kind of fabric uh leather or latex and they dress like a pony and then they act like a or or a yeah pony and then that makes the guy want to have sex with them so he bids on a, a pony girl and then uh, they have sex and he wakes up the next morning and he's had his uh, some of his fingers cut off and he's in the middle of the woods and he's trying to figure out what happened. It's fucked up. It's really well written. I've only read uh, I read memorabilia, which I really enjoyed that he wrote about a guy having a breakdown and ending up in a psych hospital. Um, That's how it's pronounced. Memorabilia. I thought it was memorab- memorabilia. Maybe. Who am I? Who's to say? It was good. Sorry, yeah. I interrupted you. No, no, it's very good. It's very good. Go ahead. What's it, it about? I just, that's what it is. Oh. Guy has a breakdown, ends up in a mental hospital. <clears throat> yeah, it's really good. Then I've got fetishes over there. It's on my to be read. Uh, but right now I'm, fin- I'm trying to read. I told you guys I do my one for smarts, one for farts. And I'm reading my, uh, smart book about state lines and then my fart book is the blood mer- is a uh, blood meridian oh god some people read um non-fiction books in uh school when they should have and they were called textbooks i never did that so i'm doing it now a woman usually submissive who takes oh, the role god. of a tony and this typically includes wearing tacks such as a bridle and bit Yep. It seems like they have fucking to, stupid. It is so happen stupid. To also be wearing leather, I guess. So. Yeah, I don't like it. Is that that's that? yeah, that that's yeah. interesting. Yeah, that's that's, that's dumb it. as hell. Yeah. Raised by her grandmother. Yep. Yeah. I'm glad that like Nailed normal it. shit makes me come like Polaroids of other kids' parents. You know? Exactly. Thank you. It's normal. I, you swiped one. What's up? Hmm? 
No, I got in the sold spank bank, dude. This is a steel trap. I remember every titty I ever saw. Steel trap of desire. Steel snatch up here. I remember oh. every titty. I think it's rude that you said that the the every she titty. Wasn't I mean, I'm <laughs> she worked she worked hard to give you all the meat that day. What are you <laughs> oh, talking dude. about? It's rude to not think that his mom is hot. It'd be disingenuous to think that she was. I'm just Just saying because she's not my type doesn't mean she's undeserving of love. She's a type. She's someone's type. She's his dad's type. Just give her. And I knew that because how hard his dick was in the photos I had to look at. Little waste vomit. Yeah, you know, get a little fucking lap. Get it out of there. (laughs) Yeah, take a little lap nap. Little lap loogie. And I think she would just appreciate it if you gave her at least a little precum. I'm going to call her and let her know. Okay. I bet I could find her on the internet. <laughs> hey, Jake, I, I, know you, Jake, I know you're listening. A friend of ours sent me your mother's Instagram profile. Just know that I know that now. Wait, does he listen to the show? Jake listens. Not, yeah. not the, okay, the other. Yeah, not, not, my, my, a buddy Jake I grew up with. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, a mutual friend of ours who I may have already mentioned on the show sent me your mother's Instagram profile. So just know that I have that. Why is Nick gone? Who cares? The show started. Nick's gone. The show started. He had to go J.O. real quick because of all the uh, pony girl talk. Too much ponies and too much ponies and hooks. I told you. Ponies ponies and Polaroids. Oh, too many ponies, Polaroids, and oh, hooks. I gotta fucking go slam this in the toilet seat before I rip it off my body. <laughs> you guys ever lay on your stomach and you have a boner and like roll, just like rock back and forth? The fuck is no? Wrong? Don't do that. Go no, on. it's common, Tristan. I heard about it from me it's common. Just and now, it's, it's bad. For I heard about dick. it from Patrick when we were on a call together. Once. We were laying next to each other on bed, on the bed. Yeah, he's like, what are you doing? And I was like, and I told him, he's like, don't do that. Yeah, I, <laughs> I remember you all sitting up real quick when I came back one day, and you were both hey. laying on the floor. First hey, off, buddy, never you wanna, we, would, we would have never stopped what we were doing if you'd walked in. You got, you want to play bedrocks with me? Because half the reason we never did anything in the house is like, Tristan's going to be like, what you got to do? No, I have to tell him. Is that is that you all uh, doing playing playing the Flintstones? Flintstones. Because no bedrocks is whenever we lay on our stomachs next to each other. I know that's what I'm saying because it's the Flintstones word. Also called tummy sticks. Mm -hmm. Bedrock is from the Flintstones. Uh, There was there was one time when we were staying in a hotel and. uh, Jason left the room and he came back in the room and me and uh, the other Jason were naked in the bed together with our butts up on top of the sheets and uh, Jason That's did not res- and Jason didn't really respond and then when we realized that we're just two naked dudes in a bed together well, and then we started funny. and then we started wondering what is it about what's happening that isn't surprising to him have we done this before and then we started questioning why it is guys getting naked in front of each other is always hilarious Unless they're dressed like ponies and not hot and not, not make you throb. Yeah. Why didn't he try to kiss our butts? Why isn't the first thing he thought when he saw us butt up was not to bury his face between my cheeks. 
face down. Take a Broleroid of that. Face down. But, what if um, he did? What if he took a Broleroid? He didn't. <clears throat> Not even with his phone, because he had like a flip phone. And it was right there. It sounds like you're insulted that he didn't. That he didn't? Yeah, how dare you not take a picture of my bare ass? If I had a dime for every time someone didn't take a picture of my bare ass. Would you be spanking my bare butt, balls, and back? <laughs> I'd have enough to go to the table and make a wager against old Joe Pinecone. Joey Pinecone. Joey Pinecone won the slot machine. Stop. Joey Pinecone never pays for his own parking. Stop. <laughs> Are you doing a Tom Waits song? It sounds like it, doesn't it? Joey Pinecone lived on the corner of the street where he was flipping a quarter and never paid for his parking. At what point does it stop being Tom Waits and start being Prairie Home Companion? Joey Pinecone got into a fist fight with a meter maid down on 13th. Joey Pinecone, like... Oh, Joey Pinecone got caught snatching pies over at the Lake Wobegon General Store. Don't make Reverend fun of him. And Reverend Stop it. had him locked up for an afternoon. Stop and he it, missed, you. He missed, this, it. he missed the seasonal cakewalk, and old Stop Sally it. May had to cut a rug as a solo stock. You leave him alone. Joey Pinecone couldn't arrive on time Don't. for the date. Don't oh, do it. Quit it. <laughs> Oh, a known sexual maniac. Stop. Stop making fun of him. He's sick. He's a horrible person. I don't believe the allegations. He, he admitted to them. What are you talking about? He's a liar. He's a professional <laughs> liar. That's his job. Oh, Your Jordan. Honor, he admitted it, but he's also a professional liar. So. Fair. Good point. Joey Pinecone once caught the largest bass out at Smith's Creek and he caught the attention of one Susie, Susie Henson who insisted making she fun of him. take his hand as they walked to Sunday you school. You leave him alone. Hot summer sun of Lake Wobegon. It is hot. That's just who are you making fun of? What's his uh, fucking name, Nick? Um... You He's can't even name him. How dare you get to is. defend him? Garrison, Garrison Keeler. Garrison Keeler. More like Garrison Feeler. Hey guys, we're having a good time. Um, <laughs> and he is he. What it was he? Uh, what did he admit to doing? Uh, sending emails talking about wanting to finger one of his assistants. Did he though? Uh, yes, he did. Nick, he admitted to doing that. God damn it! And now he runs a. Now he has a blog where he doesn't call it Prairie Home Companion. And he says Good Old Home or some shit like that. And he's slowly slipping into writing stories that kind of read like white nationalism. Um, I'm able to separate art from artists. Hey man, that's for you. I dude. love white nationalism. Speaking of art, Joey Pinecone once built a apple uh, a birdhouse that he put in an apple tree outside of Susie Henson's house, and it caught the eye of the dad who didn't take a keen interest in the keen interest that old Joey Pinecone had taken into his daughter. So he sat on the porch and they shared a lemonade and Joey was able to confess his intentions and his dad turned the new leaf on old Joey Pinecone and allowed him to take Susie Henson to the cakewalk and she did win a pie and they did eat it and they did get married and Reverend Ham oversaw the services. Reverend it's, Ham? It's so easy to make fun of because it's so fucking lame. 
Just because it's apt and very funny doesn't mean that apt. it doesn't hurt my feelings. <laughs> it is, Tristan. If you listen to it, it's, it's that. It's it's, it's pretty good. I'm not far off. Like a yeah, lot of my nice. stuff, I, like a lot of the jokes we make, like I go pretty hard and like make it as wild as crazy. You don't have to with this stuff. You just make it as boring as possible. No, it's pretty Why? accurate. <clears throat> Why would you that tell ever be popular? He's a humorist. It's no, he's not. Shut the fuck up. No, that's it's not good. Funny. That's not funny. Huh? He's not a humorist. He's not a fucking humorist. He's not a humorist. You shut up. You shut that's up. That's what Nick. it's he's called. Not. It's not. It's no. Called it's humorism. False advertising. It's false advertising. He should be locked up for that. Not because of his openly admitted sexual advances on a 19 year old intern. I mean, aren't all advances sexual? Everything's sexual. No. Which is what Mr. Henson was worried about when Joey showed up at the house the night of the cakewalk. He said, Joey, 10.30, my side of the door. And he said, sir, I'll have her home by 10.15. And he said, Joey, you know what? You just bought yourself 11.30. It just sounds like a Henry Zabrowski bit or something. It's uh, kind of, mm. We don't know that Garrison Keillor is not Henry Zabrowski. Yes, we do. There's not really anybody that we can be sure is not Henry Zabrowski. Garrison Keillor's like 6'4". He's got disgusting eyebrows. He is a hideous human being. That's why he's in radio. Yeah. He is unattractive. He's very ugly. We're both fucking chuds. What are you fucking talking about? (laughs) Like, what are you... That's why we do this and we don't perform live because no one's going to show up to look at this. Yeah, he's he's an unattractive man, but I look, I it's my kind of humor. I love it. Looks aren't everything up. to the women of Lake Wobegon. They admire mm-hmm. a strong man who can understand a hard day's work in the tough sun as they watch sweat beat off the men putting up a new church for Reverend Ham to hold his Sunday sermons in which the entire town would congregate in the yard and watch the children play prior to receiving the message every Sunday. Old Joey Pinecone's buried behind that chapel now and Susie will occasionally visit the gravestone to lay a a little piece of pie so she could have a small remembrance of the better times her and Joey shared on the porch when her pa didn't quite like him so much. Stop. I just did an entire Stop being good at that. Prairie Home Companion. I just gave think, the life and love of Joey Pine. <laughs> I feel like you have a lot more in you too. Oh, uh, dude, because it's just you just you just tell a story that you that you you just tell a story you know and you make the names kind of fucking goofy and you just do that voice and you talk you tell the story like your grandma would. So why don't you just release your own album as a competitor? Addy Home Companion. It's just me. Ah! It's just me telling the, the life and trials of one Joey Pinecone, <laughs> like Wopicon's most popular man. Absolutely. God. The road to heaven is paved in good intentions, but the roads of Lake Wobegon are paved in cobblestones like the wagon times of the days of yore when life was simple and not as complicated as it is to the city 10 miles north. Old Joey returned from his times in the factory occasionally to 
reminisce about the lake with Susie, and occasionally they'd get a little piece of pie, and they'd sit on the old porch, broken down now from years of abandonment since Pa's death and the years gone by, but they still have those shared moments. They stare at the sun as it hits the lake, and they catch a twinkle of the simpler times of Lake Wobegon. How much did you listen to? I listened to it once, and I went, I know everything about this. Because you played it for me when you worked at the video store, and I was like, Nick, why are you? I've so never good at believed that? someone was born fifty years old. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Did also, you ever I see the watch for your consideration? Huh? No, uh, no. The, they did a Portlandia sketch where they did uh, what do you call it? Like at football games where you uh, hang out before tailgating. Tailgate. Yeah. They did a Portlandia episode where uh, where they did tailgating. Uh, at a uh, episode of Prairie Home Companion. Oh, that's fun. It's fucking hilarious, and everybody fell asleep by like five o'clock. I don't doubt it. It's super funny. They all made soup. They're like sharing soup with each other. God damn it! It's just Tristan. It's just like it's. It is the it's the most milk toast thing that's ever existed. You don't it's have the, to describe it. It's exactly it's safest, what Patrick was just doing. It's the safest things you've. It's the safest thing you can participate in. It's way safer than being in an actual office with Garrison Keillor. And I. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Because wow. he will molest. Sounds like this guy sucks. <laughs> yeah, it does. But again, it's that we talked about it, Nick, of like, Nick can separate the art from the artist. And I think as a grown up who listens to uh, pop punk, I still ha- I have to do that, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's I generally, this, you know, usually whenever I hear that defense, it's it's about an artist who is no longer alive. Yeah. So uh, Garrison Keillor is barely alive. Yeah. Much like... Susie Henson's dad. He's super old and has been for years. Yeah, he's always been a thousand. Yeah. But you're never too old to give a good finger in, I guess. <laughs> he was just grabbing butts. You said it. Grabbing butts and twisting nuts. Heaven hooks. Oh, God. Hey, guys, That's I have to. Funny. You're fine. No, I got Emily just texted me, and uh, given the circumstances, I uh, ah, yeah, <laughs> I think I gotta go here a little bit. All right, all right, yep. Well, I got some art to make. Oh boy, do you, Tristan? What are you getting into today? Jesus <laughs> <laughs> Christ! You try to stay alive for. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, remember how to breathe. Um, That's an important thing to remember is that to, to take time out of your busy day and no matter what the Lord throws at you, understand that he keeps the devil at bay. Just remember to breathe. Breathing keeps the devil at bay. Yeah, because when you slow down, that's when he catches up. Because I don't know if you know this a little trick to the people that I know is he's always on your shoulder. But so's God. What? He never talked about religion? Reverend Ham. Metaphorical gods and devils. It's hard not to do the voice, isn't it, Tristan? (laughs) (laughs) It makes you feel good. (laughs) What voice to do? 
it's not even accurate. It doesn't sound like that. And you forgot breathing into the microphone heavily. Oh my god! But if you don't tell the story like that, you're just like, what are you fucking talking about? Reverend, nope, I was doing Tom Waits. I told you, dude. There's that's a fine line between a Tom Waits song and a Prairie Home Companion episode. (laughs) Two things I love. Sometime this week, I'm going to try to, or I'm probably going to uh, shave my head again because it's starting to uh, poke out now on the sides where it's been growing out. So I should probably take care of that and probably uh, play some more, play some Rizalda today. So, oh, hey, that reminds me. Head at me. I'm not shaking your head. I'm just, I'm rubbing my mustache across the microphone and I'm shaking my head because I still have that Star Wars game. I haven't really played because I know it's not Elden Ring. <laughs> so I'm just uh, like, what the fuck's the point? Well, we'll talk about it after the show. Okay. Night Riders and Boogum Boys. And what did you call it? Wine people. Night Riders, Boogum Boys, and Wine People. Unite and witness us. Born ugly, race stupid. We give you permission. Ten years of casting. Dreaming about detectives. Learning about Thank you.